This right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Noah Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, ready to roll here with Sony Open Picks here on the Pregame Network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Nice to have you with us as I break down the latest as far as the world of golf is concerned. The PGA Tour stays in Hawaii for one more week as the Sony Open will go down at Wiley Country Club there in Honolulu. Wiley is a much different layout than what you saw last week at Kapalua Wiley. It is a much shorter, much more precision-focused golf course, whereas last week at Kapalua, you saw players basically ripping drives as far as they can, and from there, uh, the century was a total putting contest that saw Chris Kirk win with a total score of 29 under par, and you have to hand it to Captain Kirk for what he's accomplished over the last year. This is a... 38-year-old who came out on tour in 2011 out of Georgia and won four times in his first four years in the PGA Tour. And then his game just totally disappeared for about an eight-year window. Now, uh, some of it had to do with a battle with alcohol. Some of it had to do with a bout with depression. And some of it had to do with the fact that Chris Kirk had lost his love for the game. But Kirk found a way through the darkness, and over the last 12 months, the guy has won two massive tournaments that has vaulted him to world number 25. He won last year's Honda Classic on one of the toughest golf courses on tour in PGA National, and then this past weekend, he won the first signature event of 2024 at Kapalua. And, you know, I love Chris Kirk's game. He can make a ton of putts. He has a sift, uh, simple and efficient golf swing that produces a big swoop draw that I'm just obsessed with. It's a swing that depends a lot on timing. And when he has that draw dialed in, Kirk just makes it look so effortless. And credit Kirk's swing coach, Scott Hamilton, and his mental coach, Zach Sorensen. You know, Kirk's camp just did a first-class job bringing his game back to life over the last year. Now, if we're talking about what's next for 38-year-old Chris Kirk, I think you could absolutely see him win two or three more PGA Tour events over the rest of his career. Uh, but I don't think uh, because of this win, because of the win at Kapalua, I, I don't think you're going to see Chris Kirk atop the leaderboard every week for the rest of the season. And um, I don't think because of this win, Chris Kirk – has all of a sudden elevated his game uh, to be a major championship contender. With six career PGA Tour wins, uh, Chris Kirk is someone who has played in, in a ton of majors, yet uh, he's only finished better than 19th once in a major championship. Um, you know, that came at the 2022 PGA at Southern Hills when he finished fifth. Kirk does not perform well in majors primarily because of the swing. Like I said, uh, his swing relies heavily on timing. And when your swing is 100% relying on good timing, it's very tough uh, to put together four rounds of good golf uh, and four rounds of good enough ball striking uh, to win a major championship. 
most major championship venues have greens running, you know, 13s and have the softness of a marble floor. And that low draw that Kirk plays really just doesn't cut it in majors. So hats off to Chris Kirk. I'm a fan of him. Uh, I'm a fan of the comeback story, but no need to reevaluate our 2024 major championship futures picks after his win at Kapalua. All right. Now, as far as our card was concerned for week one of the 2024 PGA Tour season, I'm pissed off. Uh, we went down just under half a unit. So not the end of the world as far as the bankroll is concerned, but I'm pissed off because first off, I thought fading Patrick Cantlay was the right thing to do last week. And he ended up playing you know, pretty well last week, finished tied for 12th at 23 under par. Uh, we faded Cantlay in two plays, both of them lost. I was on my high horse about Ludwig Oberg coming off his rookie of the year campaign. Oberg never got it going around Kapalua. He was 14 under par, which put him in a tie for 47th and nine shots behind Patrick Cantlay. So that one made me throw up all over myself. Then we had Max Homa over Patrick Canley at even money. Homa had a very productive offseason winning the Ned Bank Challenge across the pond and competing in the Netflix Cup. And he put up a very good fight against Canley. Homa shot 22 under at the century and finished one behind him. Um, I can't help but to say, looking back over the stats from last week, I can't help but to say, that Homa's putter completely let him down at Kapalua. He did not putt well at the Hero in his previous start before Kapalua. So it's now two events in a row where Homa has lost shots to the field on the greens. So we'll keep an eye on that moving forward. Homa's not playing this week. We'll talk about him likely either next week prior to the American Express or the week after uh, he'll definitely be playing the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. That's January 24th. So it could be a couple weeks before we get back to Max Homa. Obviously, he'll be on the Poa Greens out west. So that'll be a much better adjustment for him. Homa does not particularly putt well in Bermuda. It does putt well on that West Coast Poa. So we'll come back around to Homa here in a couple weeks. As far as the other picks on the card last week, we offset... The two blown matchups with a couple hits. We had Sung JM to top 10 at plus 260. That hit as Sung Jay set the PGA Tour birdie record at the century. Went deep. He shattered John Rahm's record with 34 birdies around Kapalua. Rahm's record was also set at Kapalua. That came last year as he made 32 birdies en route to winning the 2023 edition of the century. But Sung Jay was on a heater last week. He has former PGA Tour player Will Wilcox on the back catting. That's obviously a nice one-two punch, and it was just incredible to watch Sung Jay go around Kapalua last week, making 34 birdies. Incredible. So Sung Jay to top 10 at plus 260 was our first hit last week. And then hit number two was Colin Morikawa to top 10 at plus 125 odds. That hit with ease. As Maury God went 25 under par for his first top five finish of the year. And man, do you just love to see Morikawa get off to a nice start to 2024? 
Obviously, he wanted to win after blowing a six-shot lead in the final round of last year's century, but a fifth-place finish was good enough for our top 10 ticket to hit. And as far as our winning ticket was concerned last week, we had Tom Kim at 30-1, to and he unfortunately did not have his best stuff on the greens, losing over a shot to the field with the putter there at Kapalua. The tank engine finished the week 14 under par in a tie for 45th. So not what we wanted to see out of the tank engine. And Kim is not in the field this week at the Sony. So we'll also discuss him more next week or the week following at some point during the West Coast swing. Okay, let's move forward with our Sony Open picks discussion. A lot of new PGA Tour members will make their debut this week. We'll discuss which ones you need to keep an eye on. And as far as the rundown today, we will go over the top four favorites for this week's action at Wiley. I'll give you four matchups this week. I'll give you two picks to place. I'll give you one outright. Then we will do a first round leader, a scoring prediction, uh, a couple of lineups, one for the Yahoo DFS and one for the PGA Tour Fantasy lineup and then we will end the podcast with a best bet let's get it started here uh, discussing the top four favorites we start with Ludvig Oberg at 16 to 1 over on MGM and I am totally out on Oberg at the Sony and it's not because I lack confidence in his game it's not because he lost the matchup over Cantley last week and it's not because he couldn't putt worth a damn at Kapalua I am out on Ludvig Oberg uh, because Vegas has his number totally wrong. He is 16 to 1 uh, this week when really his winning price should be at least 32 to 1. I understand, you know, he, he hadn't finished worse than 14th for eight events in a row up until Kapalua. But regardless, he's still just half a year into his professional golf career. And he really shouldn't be below 25 to 1 odds to win any PGA Tour event. His number should be 32 to 1 this week. It's not, so we're out on Ludwig Oberg. We're on to Terrell Hatton at 20 to 1 on Bet Online or Caesars. And I would say uh, Hatton had a, a really solid start in Kapalua despite. Uh, not picking up a club or a weight for the entire offseason. Hatton mentioned to Golf Channel's Todd Lewis after a second round 62 that, uh, you know, his his offseason was uneventful. He didn't play golf. He didn't touch any weights. Um, and after that second round 62, it was fascinating to hear Hatton complain and say he was feeling uncomfortable with this game. But leave it to Tyrell Hatton to shoot 62 and then complain. You're not going to see... Too many players slam the club twice over the course of a round that consists of 11 birdies. And that's exactly what Hatton did last Friday. It was hilarious to watch. But as far as this week, world number 14 Hatton will see Wiley for the first time in his career. I do believe that this is an advantageous uh, setup for Hatton's game, Wiley is. But similar to Oberg, you know, Vegas really didn't give us the correct outright number on Hatton this week. I assumed he would open at 20, 29 to one. And instead he's 18 to one to win. Uh, and that's the wrong number. Uh, it should be at least 29 to one. So 
We're out on Hatton's outright. I don't like any of his matchups. I don't like Hatton against Oberg. I don't like Hatton against open champion Brian Harmon, and I don't like him up against fellow Englishman Matthew Fitzpatrick. So we're out on Terrell Hatton for the Sony Open. We're on to Matt Fitzpatrick at 22 to 1 on DraftKings, Bet Online, and Caesars. And Fitzpatrick is also making his first career appearance this week at the Sony. And once again, Vegas is giving you the wrong number here. Fitzpatrick should be at least 30 to 1 to win this week. Vegas is giving us 22 to 1. Nice try. And on top of that, we don't have anything appealing on Fitzpatrick as far as the matchups are concerned. You don't want him up against Hatton. You don't want Fitzpatrick up against the short game aficionado Brian Harmon. And we have no interest in Fitzpatrick over a Berg. So we are out on Matt Fitzpatrick this week. Next up is Brian Harmon at 22 to 1 on Bavada and MGM. And Harmon will make his 13th career appearance at Wiley. He has had some great finishes here over the years, particularly in 2018 when he finished fourth. And the reigning open champ comes into the Sony this year, coming off back-to-back top 10 finishes at the Hero in last week's century. You know, despite the fact that Harmon hasn't produced a top 20 here uh, since 2018, you know, I, I think there's more to that story. I, I think between 2018 and last year, I don't think Harmon was really playing at the level that we had become accustomed to seeing him play at. But, you know, right now, Harmon's playing at an elite level. So I wouldn't buy too much stock in the fact that he doesn't, he, he ha- that he hasn't done much at Wiley since 2018. I'm confident that he will be able to take advantage of a course like Wiley. Uh, that has suited his game so well when he's playing at the caliber he's playing right now. The uh, when when you're talking about Wiley, this is a 1926 Seth Rayner design. It, it is the 12th shortest golf course on the PGA Tour, and we really like that for Harmon. And 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 another thing, you know, Bermuda grass all the way through the greens around Wiley. Harmon thrives on Bermuda. Uh, so all around, Wiley is a perfect setup for him. So my first play of the week will be Brian Harmon to top 10 at plus 270 odds on FanDuel. The thing that really impresses me with Harmon this week is the fact that he's picked up shots on the greens in 12 of his last 13 events. And that's good to see because you need a hot hand with the putter around Wiley if you're going to contend. And Brian Harmon carries exactly that heading into this week. So we're out, we're out on Harmon's outright number at 22 to 1, but I am on Brian Harmon to top 10 at plus 270 on FanDuel. All right, let's do some matchups for the Sony. We start with Chris Kirk over Corey Connors at minus 110 on Bovada. Now, I know Corey Connors uh, has had success at the Sony Open over the years. I know this, but... His game has been non-existent over his last three starts. Connors finished 26th at the Tour Championship where he did not putt well around Eastlake. He finished 44th at the RSM. He didn't putt well there either. And last week, he finished 33rd at the Century and lost over a stroke to the field on the green. So uh, because of Connors, you know, subpar putting, uh, 
over the last couple months. I am very confident that last week's winner, Chris Kirk, is going to beat Connors this week at Wiley. Not only am I riding the hot hand with Kirk, but more importantly, because of the way he's produced at Wiley over the years. Uh, you look at the last three editions of this golf tournament, and Chris Kirk has gone second, 27th, and third at the Sony. So I have no doubts that he continues the good play this week. So for matchup number one, it's going to be Chris Kirk over, over Corey Connors at minus 110 on Bovada. For matchup number two, we're rolling with Akshay Bhatia over Lucas Glover at minus 105 on Bet Online. And I know Bhatia is making his debut at Wiley this week. No prior course knowledge. But if you've listened to me over the last two years, you'll have learned that Akshay Bhatia absolutely thrives on coastal golf courses. And world number 98 Bhatia is coming off three top 20 finishes in his last four starts, including taking 14th at the century last week. You look at who we have Bhatia up against. Yeah, Lucas Glover was a great comeback story towards the end of last year. He won the Wyndham Championship and won the FedEx St. Jude to punch his way deep in the playoffs. But in case you haven't been paying attention, Lucas Glover has not done a damn thing since. Over Glover's last four events, he's finished 29th or worse in three of them, and he's lost shots on the greens in five of his last six events. And remember, you cannot compete at Wiley if you're not making putts. I love this second matchup right here. It's Akshay Bhatia over Lucas Glover at minus 105 on Bet Online. Okay, for matchup number three, it's going to be Sahith Thagala over Andrew Putnam at minus 120 odds over on DraftKings Sportsbook. And listen, color me obsessed with the way Thagala has played over the last two months. He finally broke through with his first PGA Tour win at the Fortinet in Napa in the first event of the fall. And then he took second last week at the Century as he closed with a 63 on Sunday. It looked like in, in that final round that Thagala might sneak into a playoff against Kirk, but he just missed a putt for 62 on the 72nd hole and ended up finishing one back. I think a lot of talking heads are going to pass on Tagala this week based on the way he played in his only start at Wiley back in 2022. He finished 48th, but you are looking at a completely different, more consistent, more dynamic Sahith Tagala here in 2024. You look at some courses across the PGA Tour that resembles Wiley, the seaside course at Sea Island. Tagala finished second there in 2023. You look at the RBC at Harbortown. Tagala finished fifth there in 2023. I think a lot of people look at Tagala as this bomb and gouger of a player, um, and they're completely wrong on that evaluation. You know, world number 20, Tagala, yes, he bombs it. Yes, he's a flush ball striker with the irons, but he makes his money on the fabulous work he does on and around the greens. He has one of the best putting strokes on the PGA Tour. He carries that unique combination of power and precision, and that's why I still think he's a threat around thinkers' golf courses like Wiley. And in this matchup, we're fading Andrew Putnam, who has finished 40th or worse in two of his last three starts. 
the reason you're even seeing this matchup is because Putnam finished fourth at the Sony last year. Uh, and his best, Putnam's best putting performance of the year last year came at the Sony. But that doesn't worry me because he's putted like absolute garbage over the last month. He didn't putt well at the Shriners en route, en route to a miscut. And Putnam didn't putt well at the Fortnet, which also resulted in a miscut. So matchup number three will be Sahit the Gala over Andrew Putnam at minus 120 on DraftKings. Now, I was rounding out my matchups deep dive, and I thought I would end it at three, but Bet Online tried to sneak one past me. Our fourth and final matchup for the Sony will be Webb Simpson over Alexander Bjork at plus 115 on Bet Online. And if you're wondering who the hell Alexander Bjork is, he is a, a fantastic European tour player who finished in the top 10 on the DP World Tour Order of Merit last year. And anyone who finishes top 10 across the pond will now get their PGA Tour card for the next season, which is just a great aspect of the new partnership between the PGA Tour and the European circuit. But back to this matchup. Despite the year Bjork had in 2023, he never won. And at 33 years old, it was the first time Bjork has been relevant in the world of golf. Now, I like Bjork. He's a talented player. I hope he retains his card this year. But you're silly if you think he's going to beat Webb Simpson over 72 holes at Wiley. I understand that Webb's 2023 on the golf course was non-existent due to injury. But Wiley is a course he's played very well out over the years. Fourth in 2018, third in 2020, and fourth in 2021. Like I said, yeah, he was fighting injuries until the midway point of last season, Webb was. But what was very promising was his fifth place finish at the Wyndham at the end of last year. That's another course where historically he's been very successful, and I believe he's going to give us a similar result this week at Wiley. So for the final matchup, it's going to be Webb Simpson over Alexander Bjork at plus 115 on Bet Online. Okay, let's do a couple picks to place as far as the Sony Open is concerned. I already gave you Brian Harmon to top 10 at plus 270 on FanDuel. Number two in the final pick to place for the Sony is going to be Byung Hun An to top 20 at plus 190 on FanDuel. And Ben An, as he likes to be referred to here in the States, Ben An is a 32-year-old South Korean who has had success in golf all around the world. He started his career on the DP World Tour one rookie of the year over there in 2015. He qualified for a President's Cup in 2019 in Royal Melbourne. He's spent a lot of time on the PGA Tour and has played all four majors. But he fell into a slump in 21 and had to go back to the Corn Ferry Tour for the 2022 season. He won that year uh, in the Sarasota Corn Ferry Tour event, wasted no time getting his card back his PGA Tour card back for the 2023 season. And he really had a productive season last year with uh, four top tens and one runner-up finish at the Wyndham Championship. And now, uh, after seeing him place fourth at the Century last week, uh, it's clear that Ben On is back in his consistent groove and just making a boatload of putts, putts to complement his world-class ball striking 
I really like Ben on this week. He finished 12th at the Sony last year. So my second pick to place will be Byung Han on the top 20 at plus 190 on FanDuel. All right, let's get to our outright winner for the Sony. It's going to be JT Poston at 33 to 1 on MGM. And Poston has been one of the most consistent golfers on the planet since July. Uh, since then, he's accumulated six top tens over his last 10 starts, including a fifth place finish last week at the Century. And I believe Wiley is the perfect course to target Poston to win because it takes all the pressure off his only weakness, which is driving distance off the tee. This is one of the shortest golf courses on tour. So Poston will not be exposed in that regard as far as distance is concerned. He can go ahead and focus on what he does best, which is laser-sharp accuracy with the irons, unmatched precision with the wedges, and the ability to make a ton of putts. JT Poston is... Without a doubt, one of the best putters on tour, and he's currently ranked 14th as far as strokes gained putting is concerned on the PGA Tour. Like I said, it's a course that fits his eye. He's produced a couple of top 25 finishes at the Sony over the years. So our outright winner this week for the Sony Open is going to be JT Poston at 33-1 to over at MGM. We move along to our sleeper for the week. Uh, it's going to be Chandler Phillips to top 20 at 12 to 1 over on FanDuel. And here is our Corn Ferry Tour graduate with ridiculous debut top 20 odds. The fact that Chandler Phillips is 12 to 1 to top 20 in any professional golf tournament is a gift. Phillips is a 27 year old with zero fear of competition, and he is going to waste zero time becoming a household name on the PGA Tour. He earned his PGA Tour card by winning the Bahamas Great Eczema Classic last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, played pretty solid throughout the year, and then wrapped up the KFT season with back-to-back -to -back top 10 finishes at the Nationwide Children's Championship and the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. So Phillips is coming into Hawaii, buzzing off some very good vibes. And I love that Phillips... I love that Phillips' one win came at Emerald Bay Golf Club in the Bahamas last year. Another short, another coastal golf course that directly resembles the type of golf course you're going to see this week at Wiley. So the sleeper this week is a lock. It's Chandler Phillips to top 20 at 12 to 1 odds over on FanDuel. I'm RJ Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1 and all of a sudden you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. 
Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between 2 and 6 NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. All right, folks, a break from the golf to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Wow, the NFL playoffs is here. NBA is in full flow. A ton of great stuff going on as far as the world of sports is concerned. So go over to pregame.com, buy a couple picks, buy a couple packages. Use my coupon code DRIVE15. Once again, that is DRIVE15 for $15 off all picks and purchases over at pregame.com. All right. Back to the golf. All right, my first round leader this week will be Sahith Tagala at 45 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. And I believe that after having a golden opportunity to win last week, I believe that Sahith Tagala will come out firing on Thursday at Wiley. He opened with 64 last week at Kapalua. And when Sahith Tagala is putting as good as he is right now, uh, there's not a whole lot that can go wrong in this golf game, especially at a course like Wiley, where he won't have to pull out driver on every tee box. So my first round leader this week for the Sony will be Sahit the Gullet, 45 to 1, to lead the way after the first round over on DraftKings Sportsbook. We move to the scoring prediction. The weather in Honolulu this week looks absolutely money. Highs of 73, lows of 60 with zero clouds in the sky. I know that winds can tend to pick up, you know, at some at, at certain points over the course of four rounds at Wiley, but that has not held back players from going low over the years. So I like 22 under par to be the winning score this week for the Sony Open. We move to our two lineups. The first lineup is obviously our Yahoo Fantasy lineup. It's a six-man lineup with a $200 budget. Sahith Thagala for $40 will be number one. He's coming off the runner-up finish at Kapalua. Number two is going to be our outright winner for the week in JT Poston. You can find him there at $37 this week. Number three will be world number 59, Brendan Todd at $35. Todd was in contention for the majority of last week up until some big numbers dragged him all the way down to a tie for 33rd. Nonetheless, B. Todd has produced two top 25 finishes at Wiley over the last four years, 
And I really like him in the lineup this week. So number three will be Brendan Todd at $35. Number four will be Byung Hanan, also at $35. Number five will be Parker Cootie, who just Monday qualified into the Sony Open. Parker is priced at $25 on Yahoo DFS this week. I think he is a great option as he earned his PGA Tour card through the Corn Ferry Tour late last year. And credit to Monday Q Info on Twitter for this story. Despite being a member of the PGA Tour this year, Parker Cootie was the 10th alternate this week. And instead of waiting for his fate to take him out of the field, he decided to give the Monday qualifier a go. He shot six under a 66 around the Monday qualifier venue, and he got into the field. So I'm fired up to see what Parker Cootie does this week. And he's number five on our Yahoo lineup at $25. And then the caboose will be our guy and the sleeper, Chandler Phillips. As for the PGA Tour fantasy lineup, once again, this is four players and two bench players with zero budget. So we will go with at number one, we'll go with tournament favorite uh, Russell Henley. We'll discuss Henley in just a bit in the best bet. Number two will be JT Poston. Chandler Phillips will be in our three spot. I have a ton of confidence in the rookie this week. Number four will be the defending champion in Siwoo Kim. That will be the Siwoo will be the final starter in our PGA Tour lineup. And riding the bench on our PGA Tour lineup will be European Ryder Cupper Robert McIntyre and Byung Hun An. As for the best bet, our best bet for the Sony Open is going to be Russell Henley to top 10 at plus 250 on bet 365. Henley won the Sony back in 2013. Wiley is a course where he seemingly plays well each and every year. He has three other top 15 finishes to go along with that win. So, his course history is obviously number one as to why I like Henley this week. But number two is the way he concluded the 2023 season where he finished 14th or better in his last four starts of the season. His game is really sharp right now, which is all led by the putting. Russell Henley is not a guy who is ever going to produce bad ball striking, but we look to target him when he really gets that putter going. And that's exactly what he's doing at the moment. So for the best bet for the Sony Open, it's going to be Russell Henley to top 10 at plus 250 over on Bet365. And that will do it for the Sony Open preview on the pregame network. I'm your host, Will Doctor. You can find me on X at DRMedia59. And we'll talk next week ahead of the American Express in La Quinta, California as the PGA Tour will move on to the West Coast Swing after the conclusion of the Sony Open. We'll talk next Tuesday.